All right, gang, gang. Uh, we're back. <laughs> so I'm going to open every episode. <laughs> um, we are going to do a quick one turn, you guys, on how to sign up for the Lloyd games and then maybe just touch on general things about how to sign up for games in general and how to find them because we did have some questions about that at the Richmond games um, from people in the crowd and I've gotten some DMs since then. So we're going to put this in audio format so that you guys can go back and revisit it because as much as I love getting questions on social media, sometimes I forget. I am human. I am bad at that. So sorry. Um, but now it'll be forever preserved in courtroom testimony. No. Uh, so we're going to cover that. Um, we're going to start specifically with the Lloyd games on all that. But first, I'm Jeremy Futrell. Matt McDougal. We're still us. Us. We're going to do it inverse one day. I'll be Matt McDougal and you can be me. And we'll just be in character yeah. the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I don't know if I can breathe that heavy. Oh, um, God. <laughs> so... Uh, I'm going to cover the couple of responses we got on Instagram questions first off that I thought were really good. Um, one was, what does a basic competition day schedule look like? And I think for Lloyd's, it's going to be fairly similar to most games. You can kind of apply this across the board. Um, most of them are going to ask you to show up somewhere between 8 and 9 a.m. Uh, it depends on the place. For us specifically, I don't need you there at 8 but if you want to get there by about 8.30, that way if you have stuff of your own to get set up before we start throwing and to get signed in, um, that's the way we're going to run it. Um, it gives us time to know who's there, get you your t-shirt, tell you where to put your stuff so it's out of the way. Um, so just an extra 30-minute buffer before we start throwing. Most games you're going to start throwing around 9. Um, then you'll you'll throw up until quote-unquote lunchtime or just shy of peak hours, right? So you're going to have lunch at a normal time, somewhere between 12 and 1. Um, but what you are going to try and do is throw caber during peak hours, right? So if your biggest crowd is expected at noon, you're probably going to have at least one to two groups throw caber at noon, right? Just to, to give the people what they came here to see. That's the, the pinnacle event as far as the crowd is concerned. Even though you may be super proud of your heavyweight for distance, they want to watch you throw a tree. So... Most games, including ours, we're going to try and put Caber right there at that peak time. Um, so, with any luck, you can knock out your stones and your weights and then go throw Caber. Um, if you have a decent-sized group, that's usually how it's going to shake out. So, you go throw Caber, get all the people excited, all the little kitties and all that stuff. Um, and then go break for lunch. Or break for lunch and then go right into Caber, depending on what side of that you're on. Um... After that, you'll knock out any distance events you have left, and then you end the day with height events. Um, is kind of your traditional order, right? So if you ever go on NASGA and look at a nine-event game, the order that they're in on NASGA is traditional, right? So heavy stone, light stone, heavyweight, lightweight, heavy hammer, light hammer, caber, sheaf, wob. We're, most places are going to try and follow that. The only exemption for us is going to be moving caber up a little bit to peak hour. Some games, if you're throwing in subpar classes, including ours, not subpar, um... Less, oh, the, what's the word? Your non-elite classes, your, your non-showcase classes, right? Um, or your lower engagement classes. Your area just may not have. That's probably the best way to put it. Low engagement classes, guys. Uh, you all matter equally. That's you it. do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, or you all don't matter equally, depending on how you want to look at it. Yeah. Um, it, so typically what you do is you have your, your largest classes, like your opens men's class for Saturday and your open women's Sunday or masters or whatever. 
they will throw traditional order as close to as practical. Everyone else is just going to be filling space around the field, right? The only thing that we might switch would be the order of Sheaf and Wob, and that just is time-dependent at the end of the day. Yes. So It's time-dependent and also size of class-dependent. Right. Um, Sheaf will typically make a lot more jumps than Wob will. So if you're expecting to move the Wob Tower between 12 and 15 feet, that's only three heights that you need to move it at. You know, we can we can pace that a little quicker than moving 18, 20, 22, 24, 26, 28, 30, 32. You know, so th- it may get shaken up. But there's your general thing. You're typically going to show up between 8.30 and 9. You're going to eat lunch at a normal hour. And with any luck, you're done by 5 at the latest. Uh, we'd like to get you done sooner. If we can, we will. But that's typically how the day shakes out. So... Yeah, do you want to actually pull up Iron Podium and we'll click around a little? I've already got it up, Buckaroo. Bam. Hey, since you have Iron Podium up, you want to just click around a little so we can make Yeah, let's do that. Let's click around a little. So So, when you guys... So Iron Podium isn't made for Highland Games. There will be a system coming out fairly soon here that will uh, allow us to do more better things. Um, But until then, we're going to use Iron Podium. So uh, on Iron Podium... Let's say you didn't follow... The, so, first of all, there's a link in our bio specifically for our game that will take you straight up to the sign-up page. Right. But let's pretend that you didn't do that, and mm-hmm. you need to find our game. Right? So, you go to ironpodium.com. If you're on a desktop, it'll be in the top right. If you're on your phone, I think it's top left. But you'll see Find an Event. It's pretty easy in a banner somewhere. Mm-hmm. Click it. What you're going to want to do is hit Filter, because it defaults to Not Highland Games. Right? It defaults to Strongman because that's what this was built for. But when you hit filter, you will see a click tab for Highland Games because they do Strongman and arm lifting and other events in there. Click Highland Games. There's only four of them. So you should be able to find us pretty easily. If a bunch more pop up, search, scroll down, do whatever you need to do. But we're right there. Um, Lloyd Family Farms, Celtic Weekend. Pretty self explanatory. Rockville, Virginia. Matt is on there as your meet director, but you can reach out to either of us with questions. Um, they just need an email of someone to be the director, and that's old Matty boy here. So, click that. It's going to take you to the cover page for the event. It's going to give you a short synopsis of what the event is, who's hosting it, which is us. It'll give you the address. It'll give you the start time. So, all of your basic questions are going to be answered right there, right? If you should forget any of this stuff, just go to the Iron Podium page. Even after you signed up, your wife, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, whoever asks you, what time do we have to be there? Start time's 8 a.m. Yep. I will if you're continue, a little late, that's fine. But I'll continue to add more information to this uh, post. This is kind of out early compared to how most games do it. Mazda, for example, has a two-week registration period, uh, which is fine, but doesn't give you very much planning in there. So as we get closer and more events are off of my list, I will go back and uh, update this one. Yeah, but this will at least get you registered and signed up. And if you need to move a class later or something, we can do that. It's fine. Um, If you registered as lightweight here, but you're like, I don't want to cut to under 200 or 150 come April, shoot us a message. We'll move you to the open class. It's fine. Um, So it'll give you a breakdown of what classes they're throwing Saturday versus Sunday. You scroll down, there's a note section. Um, that again, we'll get updated as we go with more information on, uh, hopefully like, a block rated some hotels or where to do weigh-ins and things of that nature, right? Um, there's some links in case you're a newbie of what the events are. Instead of us typing it all out, you can just copy and paste those over there and go read what the standard is for open stone or heavyweight or any of that mess. 
Um, then if you scroll down, I have an emblem for you, by the way, to add to this. Yeah, email it to uh, Haley. Are you okay? So um, events and weights, you can kind of ignore that because they're standardized. Um, but what you'll see at the very bottom is the registration price, which is forty five bucks. Um, it's up a little from our last one because we're running a two-day game. We have a lot of mouths to feed, a lot of shirts to make, a lot of stuff to do. Also, we lost hundreds of dollars last God, time. We really so. did. We love you all, and while I would do it all over again, I'd like to not have to. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> um, But there is a scoreboard if you want to see who is registered in what division, or there's athlete registration. If you click athlete registration, it'll ask you to sign in. I'm not going to go any further than this because I have an account, and it's just going to show me that I've already signed up for this one. But basically, you'll see a men's tab and a women's tab, and then when you click it, it'll give you a little drop-down or scroll-through menu of what division you want to register for. This is the part where, for our game, it gets a little funky. Because this was not built for Highland Games, to find, I know, the lightweight men and the men's C-class, you actually have to click women. But the class description says men's when you actually pull that drop-down tab open, right? So don't freak out. If you think you can't find something, click the other gender tab. You'll you'll get there. Um, you got something to add on that, Matt? Nope, that was it. Yeah. So that is one of the questions we've had most of guys trying to find the C class or the lightweights class. I know for sure those are under there. Mm-hmm. And I think it just caps how many you can put under each one so they yeah. auto-fill in. Yep. And if it is frustrating for you to go through, um, you can, in fact, sign up for any class. It doesn't matter. In fact, if you sign up for Pro Men, I'll see it. Uh, and then I will move you to whatever class you email yeah. to be moved to. There's so, an email on there of LTG at the right. gym the, Im- so, the important thing is getting your name in there. Then we can move you to whatever actually needs yeah, to be. Yeah, once you've, which is another thing. If you've never used Iron Podium before, you'll have to create an account. It's super easy. Mm-hmm. You'll, it's very self-explanatory. You'll be fine. Set up a password. You're good to go. Because then all you have to do is email Matt and say, hey, I'm registered using this email. Can you move me from the men's B to the men's C? And he'll say, okay. And he'll move you over. It's I actually hard. respond to email. Yeah, email you can get a hold of Matt. Everything else, um, unless you're best buds with him, he's not going to talk to you. Yep. Uh, he's busy. I take up all of his time. Um, uh, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Getting in there. Um, so that's the, the how-to sign up for this one, mm-hmm. right? Um, sorry, guys. We kind of jumped around there because I had another Instagram question. And we went on to how to sign up. But now you know. So... Um, Another Instagram question was gear to bring first day. So a lot of you guys are newer, inexperienced throwers. Um, at the end of the day, kilt. Just show up in a kilt. We can get you by and everything else fits your first game. You'll have a blast. Just show up in a kilt. That's all. You, kilts are required, which we need to add to this website. By the, like and in shoes. all caps. Yeah. Um, so as long as you have a kilt on and shoes, we will give you a shirt. You'll be set. And underwear, please, under the kilt. Um, I shouldn't have to say that, but I feel like I do. So, um, do that. Wear a kilt. Uh, sport kilt is out there. Go buy one. They're mm-hmm. great. So, um, but if, let's let's say tier one, right, of just little things you can bring if it's your first game that you probably already have that are going to be helpful. Uh, a wrist wrap. Wrist wraps are super helpful. Um, bring one of those. They'll help you in stone. Some guys like to wear them in weights. Yeah, uh, wrist strap. If you have knee sleeves and want to wear them, you can. Yeah. Some people do. Same thing with elbow sleeves. Um, you might think it'll help you with stones. It won't, but it is just a comfortability level thing. Uh, I think a really important piece of gear to bring with you is uh, water. Like, we'll have water and Gatorade on the field, 
but make sure that you have snacks. Make sure that you have some other stuff with you because it is a long day. Most Highland games do end up running mm, six to eight hours. I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's a full day of work, so... Yes, we are going to provide you with the basic necessities, but they are just basic, guys. Like, we're going to make sure you get fed um, and that there's a cooler of waters, but you may not always be near that cooler, or it may run out, like, depending on what the temperature ends up being. So bring a little something-something. Um, chalk and tacky, if you already have it, if you're coming from the lifting background or strongman, you can bring some chalk and tacky, but there's also stuff like that people will let you borrow. So... Um, you'll be fine. Now, if you're getting a little more serious, uh, go get a fork. Go grab yourself uh, a sheaf fork between now and April. Um, it'll help you consistently practice and know what to expect instead of borrowing sheaves on sheaf forks on game day. Right. And trying to see what works for you. You'll have an easier time. Where would you go to get implements in a sheaf fork? Uh, implements for sure. Badger Supply Company. If you want to buy some sweet stuff to practice with. He's got hammers. He's got weights. Um, is he going to do sheaf forks as well? Do we know if that's part of his implement setup? You know it is. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, when he finds them, which I'm about to give him a bunch. That's so. the other thing. Uh, sheaf forks are hard to find. Um, but I would start with Badger. If you if you message Greg and he's out for some reason, um, reach out to us or anyone else involved in the game. We'll point you in a second direction, but go to Greg first. Um, I throw on a black sheaf fork. I like it, but... Greg, I throw the Greg Marks fork. It's true, and you throw higher than me, so <laughs> it's all the fork. Yes, it's definitely not the deadlift that's three hundred pounds higher. Uh, no, <laughs> no, it could never be. Um, no, lifting weights doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. Strength doesn't matter. Just be a technician. Yeah. So, uh, that's where we're at with that, guys. Um, good, right? Those were really the points we wanted. To, this is gonna be a super short one turn, but we wanted to have an info dump for you guys of how to sign up for Iron Podium, where to find our game, and what to expect. Now, oh, you know what? Other things you should bring mm-hmm. that is not gear, because I was gear-minded. Bring a camp chair Oh yeah, that's easy to carry around. Um, bring a small box or bag to keep your stuff in. You can get by, if you're a newer athlete, just bring in your duffel bag for the gym um, to keep your, your belt and your wrist wraps and your chalk in and a second pair of socks, stuff like that. Um, if you haven't already, go back and listen to one of our earliest episodes because we talked about what Matt and I actually bring to the field. So if you want to be the same level of prepared that we are, we we did an episode about that. Go back there and find it. Um, but if you're just looking for the basic necessities, that's what we've covered. But also do a camp chair. Bring either a hat or some sunscreen because you'll be in the sun most of the day. We're going to try and set up shade for you guys, but you can't be under the shade while you're throwing, you know? Um there's no way around that. Right. There's no tent big enough or safe enough for that. So, uh, do that. Yeah. 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 And if uh, if you got to this podcast because you were following the link on the Iron Podium site, uh, and this is all sounding strange and rehearsed to you, it's not. But uh, it is strange. It's not rehearsed. But uh, if you do want just a plethora of knowledge on the Highland Games, uh, follow the rest of this podcast. So this is that's what this is. So, okay. for all the people that were asking, there's uh, like 15 hours of rambling now of uh, us. I was so, just talking about it. And the vast majority of it, I think, is more useful for newer throwers than experienced throwers. Yeah. Experienced throwers listen because they know us and like us. Newer throwers, y'all might actually pick up a tip or yep. a trick somewhere along the line. Go ahead and skip the first two episodes. That's just our bios. You don't actually give a shit. So yeah, let's, it's uh, fine. Yeah. 
Um, but everything else is helpful. We talk to athletes. We do. We try and get them on there. Um, we're hopefully going to have some more of those coming up soon. But we, we really, and if you guys have questions, let us know. And if we get enough questions of the same kind, we'll just make another episode about it. Like, we're fine with that. It's what we're here to do. Yep. So, um, yeah, that's it. We're going to plug a couple of things and then we're done. So we already talked about it. Badger Highland Game Supplies. Uh, they sponsor Matt over here. Um, they already have been making fantastic tacky and hammers for several years. They will start making awesome implements. They have by the time you've listened to this. So go to their Instagram, check them out, message Greg, and get yourself some stuff to throw with. Um, the Barn Gym in Caroline County, Virginia, in Ruther Glen. It's the only 24-hour gym in that area. It's the only niche strength sport gym. So if you're looking to get into arm wrestling or grip sports or strongman or highland games or throwing or sports in general or just want to be strong and cool go check them out um it's a dope place they have a lot of neat shit uh lloyd family farms that's hosting this event is also awesome they don't do a ton of stuff year-round but if you go there in the fall they run a pumpkin patch you know uh sometimes in christmas they'll run tree farms they'll you know they have horses i don't think you can do anything with them but they're there and they're fun to look at uh <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, don't come up there during deer season. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it is what it is, guys. So it, we appreciate everyone listening. And if you guys got more questions, shoot them to us. Uh, we'll try and answer them. If we get enough, we'll do another one of these. But that should get you going in the right direction for sign up for Lloyd's. If you want to sign up for other games, there are also other links in the bio, uh, like Backyard Rebellion and No Fame. Um, uh, here's something else I want to tack on to the end. Bonus content. Facebook, as much as I hate it, just go to Facebook and ask. There is a page for NASGA, the North American Scottish Games Association. You can go on there and just make a post and say, I'm in this area. Who knows people that throw here? And it might run you through two other Facebook groups before you find one to practice with, but you can start there. You know, I'm in bumfuck Wyoming, and then they'll say, well, I got a buddy in this county, and he's got a buddy in this county, and here are their Facebook pages, and eventually you will get where you need to go. If you don't know a specific one enough to ask yet, just go to the NASGA page and make a post. You'll feel like a boomer, but you'll get where you're going. So, that's it. That's it. We out. Peace. Hey, boys and girls. Um, right quick, there was another thing I meant to mention on this episode, and we didn't get around to it, so you get to hear me talk in my truck for two minutes. Um, we've gotten questions on which classes to sign up for. Uh, first and foremost, if you want an in-depth discussion of what Matt and I think the classes should be, go listen to the classless episode that we recorded earlier this year. Um, head on up there and check that out we'll get into depth with it but just to be quick uh lightweight for men's is under 200 lightweight for women is under 150 masters is self-explanatory it's age-based so masters in general is 40 plus um we are planning right now to break the men's category at least up into three subdivisions of that so 40 to 49 50 to 59 and then 60 plus um, just because there are different weights for a couple of those and different scoring so uh that is the plan for those uh, the one that we get the most questions about is A's, B's, and C's for the men's class. And I think we even have A's and B's for women's class. So C class, first of all, if it is offered, which it is for the men here at Lloyd's, is novices, right? So this is your uh, between your first and third game. You still aren't quite sure what you're doing, right? Um, go listen to the classless episode for details on what we think distances should be. But in general, like if you are a novice at this sport, C-class is for you. That's the reason it's there. Come try it out. See if you like it, right? Um, 
B class is that you're starting to take it more seriously. You're confident you can get a mark at all nine events. Um, and you want to actually start trying, you know, you've been practicing a little, you've done, you know, more than one game and there you go. Um, unless now if you're a former collegiate thrower that's about to come, please don't sign up for the C class. You're going to make some of those guys feel bad when you throw a 38 foot open stone, you know? Uh, (laughs) but that's kind of where we're at, right? So B classes, you're starting to take it seriously. You just, you still have some work to do to become a well-rounded athlete. Um, and then A's is your quote unquote premier amateur group. So just be honest with yourself and your performance. And if we disagree with what you sign up for, we can move you, but we'll probably also talk to you about it. And it's really not that big of a deal guys. So, uh, if you got other questions about it, keep messaging us, but I just wanted to touch base that there is not a hard and fast rule for us. Um, if you want to read what some of the organizations consider good throws for those divisions outside of just what Matt and I think, I know Shag, the Southeast Highland Athletic Group, they have a rule book you can download, and that actually does have requirements for you to hit a certain distance or height in four out of five events and win a B-class game with those marks to then move up to A, right? So if you want to get an idea for what some places consider B to A, you can go read that. Um, I think it's something like give or take a 23-foot heavyweight, a 65-foot heavy hammer, a 11 or 12 foot wob, something like that. Um, uh, Matt and I are much more overall points guys because you can be a well-rounded athlete and not have one or two of those and move up to an A potentially. But again, just sign up for what you find appropriate for yourself and, and we'll go from there. If you got questions, keep asking us, but I just wanted to touch on that briefly. So thanks guys.